Hey everyone, you're listening to Beyond the Bench. And before we start this special episode of Beyond the Bench, we'd like to thank our sponsors, Hometown Ticketing, Gipper, and Varsity Bound HQ. And we appreciate them uh, being with us weekly and uh, all the things that they do for us as part of our sponsorship and all the things they do for ADs across the country and across the world. So thank you to Hometown Ticketing, Gipper, and Varsity Bound HQ for everything they're doing to make the lives of ADs and their departments run just a little bit more smoothly. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Beyond the Bench, and you are listening to Season 2, Episode 33. Today's episode is a little bit different. Um, we are joined and going to be joining uh, with two other podcasts, the Globetrotten ADs, uh, who are Nick DeForest from Vienna, Austria, and Matt Fleming from Budapest, Hungary. They are the Globetrotten ADs, and we're also going to be joined and joining Mark Rerick, who's part of the off-duty ADs. Uh, his other partners, Mike and Ryan, could not be with us uh, on this day we recorded, but Mike will be, Mark will be there from the off-duty ADs. So it's kind of a different format. We're going to talk about podcasting and kind of, you know, our purpose with everything, and we just kind of have a, a good, uh, lighthearted discussion about it, but I hope one that you enjoy listening to. It's actually going to be on all three of our platforms but uh, if you're joining us now as part of the Beyond the Bench uh, listening family, we appreciate you doing that. So enjoy this week's podcast with the off-duty ADs and the Globetrotten ADs. So let's listen to this week's podcast. Hello, everybody. Uh, my name is Nick DeForest, and I'm coming to you from Vienna, Austria. Hi, everybody. This is Matt Fleming. Uh, I'm the Athletics Director at the American International School of Budapest here in Hungary. This is uh, Mark Rerick coming out of North Dakota, part of the Off-Duty ADs podcast. Hey, everyone. It's Todd Gordon. I am uh, at Greene County in Jefferson, Iowa, uh, but currently coming to you from Lake Okoboji, Iowa, at our place up here, and uh, part of the Beyond the Bench AD podcast. Todd, aren't you the president of Okaboji University up there? I am. Uh, president, athletic director, and acting head coach of every sport there is. Including water sports. I love it. Yeah. Yes, I like it. Water skiing, varsity water skiing. Ice fishing, right up my alley. That's right. I love it. Well, this is Scott Jarvis. I'm the activities and athletic director at Ankeny Centennial High School in Ankeny, Iowa. And I am from beyond the bench. And I don't know if I'm, I'm at the, I'm at the end of the rotation today. I'm batting last. Uh, Aaron Stecker uh, coming to you from the 319 uh, Cedar Rapids, Iowa. I'm the AD at Kennedy High School and part of the beyond the bench crew as well. Well, something new for all of us, um, a joint podcast. I think we're going to put out on all three of our uh, platforms and, uh, I'm sure we'll talk over each other once or twice here with so many faces on the screen and so much to say, but it should be a lot of fun. We're already clearly all out of sorts, right? We have we have no discernible order. When we're looking at each other. This is already so we're we've started well. And and looking it's at football. It's called the chaos game. theory. 
and different time zones. So we're going to be all jumbled up, but it'll all come together. Yeah. Perfect. That's right. So uh, you guys mentioned your, the names of your podcasts already, but uh, Matt and I didn't. But we're uh, the Globetrotting ADs and uh, the newest of the three, I would say. So just a little short intro uh, for us first is we're, uh, this is episode 25 for us, so really still new. Uh, just started last year at the National Conference in Washington. And I think we're kind of following your lead. Uh, I didn't listen to any other podcasts uh, aside from you two. I didn't even know it was a thing, but I heard you and I thought, hey, that's pretty cool. Uh, we should do the same thing. So uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty uh, glad to be on here with you guys and, uh, and doing this together. So thanks for having us. I, Nick, I think I remember, you know, we kind of, we grabbed you as you walked past. We were doing our live podcast out there last year and um, yep. I think Aaron or Scott tackled you. And, uh, yeah, that's kind of where it all started. And it, that episode was a lot of fun. And uh, just glad you kind of got going because I think you your podcast is great also, just like the off-duty ADs. And uh, got a lot to offer to, to everybody. So uh, that was a lot of fun just to kind of see you. Because I think you mentioned during that, you know, all the time we were doing, hey, we're thinking about doing this. We said, go for it, you know. Yeah. Go do it. There's, there's nothing wrong with it. And uh, it's just uh, like us. When you and Matt can get together, and I'm sure with Mark and the guys, it's it's a little uh, professional staff development and therapy at the same time. Yes. Absolutely. Probably more therapy than development. Yes, I would say yes. it's more therapy than anything. Yeah. It's the, um, hey, it's a lot cheaper than my therapist. <laughs> right. right. That's, uh, you know, when, going back to the start of the off-duty ADs, that's, that's kind of how we built. So... Um, you know, you talk about thinking about starting one for a while before you do. Um, Mike and Ryan and I first started chatting about it in July of 2017. The, the three of us are all members of the uh, NIAAA Publications Committee. And as we were uh, enjoying a couple beverages after our summer meetings in Indy, we, uh, we, were, we were really talking about um, kind of a variety of things that all came together and, and eventually meshed into an idea where, you know, if you guys have listened to us in the past, you know that our original idea was that the title be the Three Beers in '80s, and it was uh, you know, we, we got out of our uh, we got out of our professional meetings with uh, with the publications committee, and, and then we're you know we're sitting at the bar, and, and then we're we're really talking about you know the problems that we're actually dealing with and how we really feel about them, and and that was kind of our thing was you know we we do a part of this with the publications where everything is professional, it's in this format, and and you know everything's so PC. Wouldn't it be fun to do something where, you know, we actually talk like ADs and we just do things like ADs and, and not even necessarily a professional development. You know, we, when we got into it, we weren't even thinking about, you know, providing a platform for growth. It was really just going to be, here's what our world actually is. And, and we thought about yeah. it from an, from an entertainment value. You know, people are going to enjoy this because, you know, all of us as ADs, we get it, right? I mean, we, we see each other, each other out at the national conference and we see people from all over the place and we all have the same problems, right? We, we all talk about the same things, the same frustrations. And we said, well, what, what if we just do that? And so we kind of started talking about the podcast as the three beers in ADs where, you know, we would stay anonymous and, and, you know, we would just talk about our problems and, um, eventually we realized one, if not all three of us was going to get fired if we followed that format. Um, so we, we pivoted a little bit, but it wasn't until, um, it was either late March or, or early April of 2018 that the, uh, the three of us met in Omaha and, uh, we recorded our first, I think six episodes 
uh, from a hotel room in, in Omaha and, and they first published in May of 18. And uh, we're, uh, you know, depending on when we publish this one, we've, we've recorded 120 episodes right now, 121 coming up tomorrow. And, uh, you know, we've, we've changed a little bit, but I think our, our premise is held solid. It's, it's just three of us chatting. Um, and, and sometimes we go a little heavy in personal life probably, but uh, really just talking about being an AD. And so we, we have a lot of fun with it. Um, Scott, you know, Scott just mentioned the therapy piece of it. Uh, and that's a lot of what it is. It's, uh, it, it's an hour plus a week where, you know, we vent and I, I know our wives get frustrated because the, you know, the recording the episode itself is an hour, but we probably spend about two hours or so hooked up um, once a week, you know, just talking before and after. So that's where we're at now, a couple, couple years in and still plugging along. Yeah, we kind of started the same way uh, with Beyond the Bench. It was uh, December of 18, actually. And I think we, we first started talking about it in August. Aaron and I started talking about it. And uh, then through the fall, just kind of got Scott involved and uh, recorded our first episode in December of 18 and uh, carried that. You know, we've, we're now in season, we call it season two. We don't, uh, it makes it sound, I don't know, more important or whatever, but it's, uh, <laughs> well, let me type another number. Um, but yeah, we're on season two and episode 33. So we're at 73 episodes now. Uh, we try to go every week. It's holidays, we'll skip it. And so we've been every other week, actually, the last couple, about the last month. But uh, yeah, this is episode 73 for us. and kind of the same way with Mark and the guys it's it um, we spend probably twice as much of our time off air you know the same way and mm-hmm. and uh, and then just try to hit it when we get going and um, you know our, our tagline I guess is by ADs for ADs so you know we do want it to be about ADs I think you know we probably our approach has been we've tried to get a lot of guests on we try to get Mm-hmm. either local ADs, national ADs on as well. Talk to them about where they're at. Um, you know, we've, we've kind of expanded out. To, we had uh, the Burlesworth Foundation, Brandon Burlesworth from the University of Arkansas, his his brother and, and uh, Coach Tice, who was his high school coach, familiar with the movie Greater. Um, I, guess, I guess we try to just kind of see where we're relevant. When we, we're going the, the social injustice and, um, you know, we got on Byron Beeman from Massachusetts, who's had a big voice out there. Um, and so we're just trying to, you know, whatever the trend is, we've talked, obviously, we don't have to get into this here so much because we've talked so much about COVID and our planning and all that. But um, I think we just kind of take the approach, whatever's relevant that week, we try to do something with that. Um, when COVID was just starting, we got on uh, Dr. Jared Spencer, Mind of the Athlete, uh, you know, talking about the mental part of going into some isolation and things like that. So, um, but we, we seem to have a guest on more than not, probably two thirds of the time, uh, because we're pretty boring when it's just three of us. <laughs> so it's, it's been our, been our saving grace, Todd, to bring other people on. If it was just us, they would have cut us off podcast a long time ago. Yeah, they might have. We wouldn't have a platform. <laughs> I think, I think Todd got a couple emails from Anchor saying, hey, this this isn't working out, guys. Who <laughs> <laughs> are who are the podcasters out there? They should be in contact with us sometime soon. Right. <laughs> we'll probably be up for some kind of podcast award soon. Yeah, you know, Mark. I have to admit, I you know, I uh, 
was really looking forward to this from a standpoint of getting Mike Hughes on. Uh, you know, Mike and I go way back, uh, played football together back at Warburg way, way, way back in the, uh, the early 90s. And uh, so I was looking forward to having Mike back on here again and, and, and shoot the breeze with him a bit. But make sure you pass on my, my hello and hope things are going well for him and his family out there in Colorado. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Mike's, Mike's realizing that uh, parenting takes up a couple hours here and there from time to time. And, and uh, yeah. you know, especially as an AD and we've, you know, I know all you guys have talked about this, the, the difficulty of managing the hours of being an AD along with trying to be a family guy also. And, and Mike is learning that balancing act right now. Um, and, and so that's where he's at um, today. And then, you know, Ryan, we're missing Ryan. Um, Sunday afternoons are uh, flag football in, in Ryan's household. So he, uh, he and his boy are winning the uh, Central Ohio Super Bowl of flag football today. And, and so the, the, the timing from, uh, from Central Time Zone to Vienna doesn't, uh, doesn't coordinate very well. Yeah. Uh, it was, it was going to be difficult to catch all three of us. So you guys are stuck with just my voice, but I'll, I'll pass that along to Mike. That's good. Now, you'll have to uh, – now, Todd, when you when you're up there at Okoboji and you do start your water skiing uh, season, yes, uh, Hughes was out of Telluride, Colorado, for a long time, and they had rodeo as a school sport and they had downhill skiing as a school sport. So he might be able to give you some tips on how to coach up the water skiing part. He can transfer some of those downhill skills for you. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Good to know. <laughs> yeah, I think we kind of we talked about our philosophies, Nick and Matt. What were when you started yours? What was kind of your basic philosophy your premise going into starting the globetrotting ad's yeah we really weren't sure at the beginning like how this is going to work out we kind of had checked into what you guys were doing and and we knew we could find similar topics but more related towards the international crowd so um we just kind of got together and, and sketched out what our first episode would be and then the next one uh, and then just basically working on a shared google doc about what we thought we could find topics that were interesting people we knew that we could get in touch with to have on the show and, and talk about different topics. And it just really just grew every week. We just started coming with all these ideas and, and people we, we, we could contact and, and who would be willing to talk. And it, it really was pretty, wasn't too difficult to get people, to convince people to come on. Uh, we, were, we were lucky that way that people could come aboard and, and talk with us and share their ideas or share their experiences in the international teaching world and uh, add some content to our program. So that's yeah. kind of how we started out. And then the COVID hit, and then it took on a life of its own in our first season. So mm-hmm. uh, it's been quite a ride for this first first go around. Yeah, and you know, we're, we're spread around the world. You know, there's ADs all over, and maybe not another colleague anywhere close. Um, and there's just, mm-hmm. you know, we know each other from the National Conference, uh, which we'll, you know, we'll talk about, and there's that. But, you know, to get all the people from all different countries around. So we really saw, you know, our podcast and website as a link where, you know, if you're in Kazakhstan or, you know, Peru or wherever, you know, you have a colleague in us that's doing the same kind of job. And uh, we thought that was really important to, to be able to reach so many different people, um, you know, through this media. But, yeah, oh, wow. Good. Yeah. Good. Well, that's the big news of the week. Um, you talk about you know, Todd of uh, seeing what's up this week and then and then talking about it. Well, in our world, the NADC is is going virtual. That's that's pretty mm-hmm. pretty big stuff. What do you? How's that impact you guys? What do you What do you think about it? Well, obviously, I'm I'm disappointed because I I miss seeing everybody and 
having that time to commiserate with other ADs from across the, the country and the world. Um, it's, it's been an awesome experience. I've, you know, enjoyed it. And, and now I'll get the opportunity now to, to present a couple of workshops uh, virtually now uh, through the national convention. So that will be a little bit different. So um, preparing for that right now and hoping that goes well and hopefully we'll get to still do some meetings. And I know our state um, AD association is actually talking about meeting uh, somewhere in the state of Iowa, at least for that Saturday and Sunday and getting together and kind of just, being able to get together a little bit, although we're not going to be at the national convention, uh, get together at a hotel so we can still participate in some of the, the virtual national conference and still have a little bit of um, collegial discussions with our, our ADs from Iowa. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that piece. Yeah, cool. You know, there's an interesting thing there that Scott was talking about, um, you know, just the, the with the virtual format. I'm interested to see if we can, you know, even as an organization, grow the conference a little bit. You know, those of us that are fortunate mm -hmm. enough to have our districts pay to get us down there, um, I'm sure you guys feel like I do. I mean, it's the it's the single best professional development that I've ever had um, as a teacher, yeah. as a principal, as an athletic director. I mean, our our national conference for ADs is just an incredible, incredible thing. And there is this um, this very real financial barrier for a lot of ADs to get down there, uh, you know, in terms of yeah. not only the loss of school time and what that means for coverage at home, um, but just, I mean, the, the cost of getting there. And, and so, you know, one of the things that I'm really interested to see this winter um, when we provide this virtual format is, you know, my assumption is we're going to get um, more attendees than usual. And, and the attendance is likely going to be sporadic. I think it's going to be easier to get in and out of, of different things. But I'm waiting to see if we get some ADs, you know, who are essentially going to experience their first national conference and uh, really mm -hmm. be able to, to take some notes and take that experience back to their superintendents and say, this is something I need to be going to. Um, and, and so while yeah. we all missed out on Tampa this year, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that this really sparks attendance in Denver next year. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, I didn't think about it that way of, of uh, is helping it grow, you know, setback this year, setback, so to speak, but then really making a push uh, for future years. Yeah, you know, you talked about the, uh, I was just going to say the use of that Zoom platform. I mean, you know, you think about what the NIAAA did with workshops and classes and webinars and everything last spring when it got shut down. Like, that's mm -hmm. been a really good practice run. Um, it, yeah. You know, I know. For me on publications, we've been doing everything Zoom-based. Our summer meetings were, were Zoom-based. You know, we've, we've actually taken this as an opportunity to break our meetings up throughout the course of the year. We've restructured our, our meeting schedules. Um, you know, I forget the dollar amount that will save the organization by going virtual. And so, you know, we've all had this practice run that we were really forced into last spring. And I, I know we've made some mistakes along the way with that. But, you know, hopefully as we get into workshops and classes, that, you know, we're going to be as good as virtual learning can be, I mean, for us as an organization and, you know, get a chance to mm -hmm. work some of those hiccups up and, and hopefully for the four corners of the country and beyond Nick and Matt to, uh, to be, able, be able to provide some good content for all our ADs. I was going to say, we're, I'm missing out on the, on the trip. You know, that's a highlight of my year. I get to, <laughs> yeah. I get to yeah. uh, basically a free, I don't know who's listening, but a free trip, uh, you know, across <laughs> and, uh, and enjoy all those, um, all the side events, you know, they're, they're, they're part of it, right? Like you said, the face-to-face, -face, the conversations in the hall and, uh, all those mm -hmm. different restaurants and things to do. Um, but yeah, no, it'll be, it'll be back next year. So. 
I, I think to, to Mark's point too, it's, it's, it's good. So I think it really could grow. Um, selfishly for me, um, I was not going to be able to attend this year because I took on our girls' basketball job. So I'm going to be coaching this winter. And so I wasn't, I wasn't going to miss two games to, to go down there. Um, so I was bummed. My wife was a little bit more bummed because uh, that's a chance for her to get together <laughs> as well. But uh, now, selfishly, I was pretty excited uh, because if I can, you know, log into some, some things and uh, even Saturday and Sunday, if I could get over for a day and a half to wherever we're going to have, if we're going to have an Iowa contingent somewhere and, and do that, that, would, that was going to be really good. So I think uh, Mark's on to something there. I think it really could open up and get some more people involved that, that normally don't because we do have a lot of ADs in the state of Iowa, as do a lot of places who are coaching and ADs, and they just they can't go um, for either for the coaching or because their school won't support it. So I'm hoping we can make in the state of Iowa uh, a push for some of our smaller school ADs in particular to be able to log in and, and be a part of this. Uh, and it will be one of their only chances. And then maybe that could grow into them being able to attend in the future. Yeah. So, so here's an honest question for you, for, for you guys to think about on this though, because I've been thinking about this since the announcement there's, do you plan to, to log in and do it from your school? Or do you, are you going to stay home? Because if I, if I, not that I, I may not even be, able to be in my school uh, by December. Anyway, we're still recovering from the derecho of the storms here. So my school shut down, I think, until January 1st. I'm hoping for, for sooner. But if we're back in the building, are you going to stay in the building? Because we all know how that works. If, if you're in the building, they're knocking at your door and they, yeah. they want your attention. So will you uh, attend the, account, the conference from home or will you try to do it from your office at work and, and deal with the disruptions? There, there'd be no way I could be at school and, and have any type of professional development experience at school. Like I just go back to all the meetings that we've had virtually now. I'm people are just coming to my office all the time and I'm popping off all the time. I don't know that it's been very, very productive for me to be on these uh, zoom meetings at school. Cause you just, you guys know, you got people coming in your office all day long. It's you just, there's no time to concentrate on the virtual meeting at all. So I'll have to be at home or some other location, or I'll have to go to Panera Bread <laughs> and log on to the Wi-Fi there or McDonald's and go to the National Convention at McDonald's. I think Nick and Matt should fly to Iowa. <laughs> there well, you go. Well, that was my big concern of if it was a conference, could you know would I be allowed in the country? You know, could right. I could I fly? Could I would I have to quarantine? Um, and and actually, I was thinking the worst of it's going to happen and it's going to be awesome like it always is but i won't get to be there you know yeah. so it's a bit of a relief uh you know yeah in a way it is because in our situation right now where i'm located in hungary the border's closed so for the time being i i can't leave anyways uh to go anywhere at the moment so who knows if that'll change in two three months time hopefully uh but it with, with the whole traveling internationally and trying to get back to the states for the conference would have been tricky because we didn't we didn't manage to go home this summer. Usually, my wife, my kids, my family, we we go back home to Ohio, where I'm from, and we go back and visit for about five weeks, a month or so. Uh, so to try to get out to go to a conference for you know five days or whatever would have been quite difficult. But I think the online 
uh, point you guys made about being online and getting more folks involved, I think that's got some promise because uh, for the international community, I think that could be enticing as well because it's, it's even more cost and more expense and more time involved for the folks who are coming internationally uh, from all different parts of the world from international schools uh, to get to Tampa. I think Tampa would have been a big draw for, for sure because of the location and the warm, warm climate. But um, I think there's a, there's a good opportunity here for the NIAAA to tap into with doing the virtual uh, conferences and the, and the courses that they might, they might get better numbers than they might be thinking of. It's a, it's a big unknown, I think, but from experience, what Nick and I have done with uh, other workshops and uh, conferences we've worked with through the Globetrot and AD, ADs, there's there's a good chance this could be successful for the NIAAA for sure. And I, I won't have to worry about being at school. Uh, I think with a time zone, I'll be right here in yeah. my basement. And uh, <laughs> thankfully, I don't have to worry about, about anyone knocking on my door. But what about you, Mark? Matt, yeah, I, well, and, and for me, it's a little different too. Um, I'm housed out at the district office. Um, and so I don't have quite the same distractions that, you know, you do in a building. Um, they, they certainly exist, but for the most part, you know, especially as we've established Zoom meetings, if, uh, if I'm on my, my laptop Zoom set up in the office with the door closed, folks just wave and, and walk on. So for me, a lot of it will depend on the scheduling of the conference. If, uh, you know, if it looks like it's going to be a back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back session thing, then I'll probably stay home. Um, if there are some breaks in between sessions, I'll, I'll stay at the office so I can knock a couple things out along the way. Um, I, I wanted to, to go back to something that Matt had just talked about in terms of location. I think that's another wild card with the virtual, um, the, the virtual format. You know, we look on, on publications, we look at our conference numbers every year. And, and one of the th things that you always see, and it's really kind of location dependent, but the, the number of, of uh, registrants at the conference as compared to the number of attendees at the session. And, uh, you know, typically the, the more of a destination that you get, the, the bigger gap there is between those numbers. Um, you know, the, the last time we were in uh, San Antonio, the second time we were down there and we've got, you know, record setting registration numbers and attendance at some of the various stuff was down. So, you know, people are using it as an opportunity to go to the conference, but then they're not actually coming to the conference. Um, and, and so I, I think that's another wild card with this one too, where, you know, the, there isn't the allure of, of the beach, right. Or, or of a, a Buccaneers game or anything like that, you know, you register for the sake of going. So, um, even, you know, Todd was talking about missing the, missing the conference cause he was coaching. Uh, my wife and I were kind of the opposite. My, my in-laws have a condo down on Marco Island. And so we were actually talking about, you know, using uh, using my district flight to get down to the conference, and then maybe renting a car and, and driving south and staying at the condo for another three days before coming home. So you know, we'll we'll miss out on that too. But I think there are, there's an awful lot of of unknowns coming into this. Um, it, it's going to be interesting to work through it. I know, you know, just for us on the on the publications committee, and we're starting to put that process together and. You know, we're actually moving uh, what, is, what is essentially our first day of publications work to the week before the conference. So we're not even going to create any overlap into, you know, what, what has traditionally been conference sessions. And, um, you know, there's some things that you can do that way to make it work for everybody. And, you know, you guys that have served on some of those, you know, that's the biggest difficulty in, in serving on these committees is you get stuck in committee work and you can't actually go to stuff. Um, mm -hmm. You know, you, you, you know, I, I teach in LTC. Um, you know, Nick, I think you and I talked about this last year, you teach an LTC and that means you miss whatever's offered in that block. 
um, you know, along with Mike Hughes now, um, um, I'll run uh, the Blue Ribbon panel, which means whatever else is offered in that two-hour block, I'll miss it. Um, and this might be an opportunity to, to actually get a chance to do some of those things where you're learning instead of teaching. Yeah. Yeah, Mark, I can't help but think, though, um, maybe what your district doesn't know doesn't hurt him. You, got, you could go down there and just be at Marco Island the whole time. Why not? Well, you know, so, <laughs> so the, the, the real interesting part about me as a district AD, um, I don't have building ADs. Um, I, I'm, the, I'm the district athletic director, and then I serve as the building AD in both of my high schools also. So I'm, I'm quite literally a, uh, a one-man district department. So I could probably even get through December without them knowing that our conference was even canceled. Um, so <laughs> I, I, I might be down in Florida for, for five days here in December anyway. Yeah, my dad's a, a so let's not. Re- hmm? Oh, he's a snowbird. I was gonna say, yeah, he's a snowbird. So he's down in in the Bay Area every winter, and uh, so I would have done the same thing, Mark, and tried yeah, to extend yeah. my stay. And but Mark, me, we might want to wait and uh, publish this uh, this podcast after after the national convention. <laughs> <laughs> It was, uh, I was thinking maybe I provided a format for everybody else, you know, for across right. the nation, we all band together and pretend the thing is still going on. We could all probably still meet somewhere. <laughs> there's an idea. Let's get them on the phone right there. Let's go. Let's do it. Well, there's an opening Nobody's... in the convention center, so. There you go. Yeah. yeah. It's got to tell Dr. Blackburn to stop sending out notices that it's been canceled. <laughs> uh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Well, we're we're three three podcasts all in one podcast, so I think we should uh, just maybe I want to know what you guys think about uh, being podcast hosts a little bit. Um, it's something that you took out of it, like a you know I know it's a therapy session. We mentioned that, but um, something that surprised you, a, a big positive, a big negative. Um, anything come out in your time so far that maybe Matt and I should be worried about that we're going to experience soon or. <laughs> You know, we, we haven't. I'd be interested in the Iowa guys on this one also. I, we really haven't run into any negatives, I guess, just other than the time. Um, that's That's been the, the biggest thing, um, both in terms of finding a time that works for the three of us each week. Um, and then the other side of that is balancing that extra time at home as well. Um, you know, I, uh, I, I put our podcast times on our calendar, on our, on our family calendar at home all the time, which my wife never, ever checks. And so um, it's almost on a nightly basis, you know, do you guys record tonight? Do you guys record tonight? And then inevitably she always forgets to ask on the night we're actually recording. So, you know, she thinks, so, okay, well, we're hanging out tonight. I go, oh, no, I'm recording. Um, but that's been about the only negative. Um, yeah. You know, I ran into one thing early in the pod where, um, you know, in our, uh, in our, you got a minute segment, um, I mentioned something that was going on in our district and, um, you know, and all, and all vague, all vanilla, there was no names, no schools, no programs. Um, but the, uh, the, the coach who was involved in that program is an aspiring AD and, and took some offense to me bringing up the, the situation. And of course, rather than talking to me about it, just shot an email to my boss saying that, uh, saying that I was using the podcast as a means of bashing on my own coaches and, oh, and my boss who, uh, my boss who doesn't listen to the podcast then makes a stop down to my office and, you know, and, and it, which wasn't really a negative. I mean, it's as simple as, you know, have you listened to it? Um, but I mean, other than that, we just, it, it's just been all good stuff for us. I mean, you know, in terms of the connections that we've had with the ADs who email and, and tweet and, um, and then certainly for the three of us as well. 
Now that that brings up a good question for me as 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 uh, you guys have got into the podcast, and this could even be for Todd and Aaron. Has has anything like that happened to you? Anything you've said on the podcast come back to haunt you with somebody in your school district at all? I mean, I try to be pretty <laughs> conscientious about what I say on the podcast if, sometimes. <laughs> if, if I were to be honest, um, there's been a few times I've been worried about it, and I, I, haven't, I haven't retweeted or pushed ones that I might be a little nervous about the, the content we got into. Uh, maybe right. as much. But no, I, I really haven't. There's been a few times I've been nervous about, ooh, did I just say that? And uh, what's going to come back to bite me on that? But no, not really. Um, yeah. Honest, I think, and listen to all three of your podcasts, we're being honest and being authentic. And I don't think there's any secrets that our coaches aren't already aware of. Uh, right. And the frustrations that, that we may have with them, they may have with us as ADs and, and the situations we're dealing with. So I think, about it, but I don't, I don't lose a lot of sleep over it um, as far as that goes. How often do you guys find yourselves cleaning things out of the audio? I mean, we, we've maybe done it half a dozen times over two years where, you know, either, either something that I said will come back while I'm editing it or, you know, a day later, Mike or Ryan will shoot me a text and say, hey, can you, can you clean this comment out? You know, because we're nervous that it's been taken the wrong way. I mean, like I said, maybe half a dozen times over two years. How often do you guys find yourselves doing that? To be honest, we, we, we've never have. Um, I don't think we've ever edited anything out. Um, we send ours, our audio gets sent to a guy over in Ames to kind of put all ours together and just kind of mix it a little bit better. Um, kind of our connection with Varsity Bound. They have a guy who works for them who used to be produce podcasts. And so they've kind of, and he's offered himself because he likes to do it. So we push our audio to him and then he edits it and come back. But, We've never gone into the middle and uh, really edited anything out uh, that way. No, and I haven't either. I haven't taken, a, let's say, a, a comment like that out. Um, we've had a guest or two uh, that said, uh, you know, hey, can, we, can I answer that again? Can we go back? Can we stop it? And, uh, and then they've answered from the top. Um, but, but nothing bad, just, you know, they just wanted to change their answer a bit. But uh Good. So, so we're the only ones who say stupid things. Yeah. Got it. Thanks, guys. <laughs> hey, wait a second. We didn't say that. We just said we don't edit it out. <laughs> yeah. You guys are the smart ones that know how to do it. We don't know how to do that. <laughs> I, I can see the look on Todd's face, Mark, when you ask that question. He's like, uh, you, can, you can do that? <laughs> Why is Todd not in this episode? I, I don't know. What happened? Jarvis' voice in this thing at all? He's like, and Scott, what do you think? And just silence. Oh, maybe he's maybe he left us. We must Why is he always it. doing cricket sounds? Bad, bad connections. <laughs> now, and Mark, let's be honest. I get to pick on him because you know he's not here, and you do have Mike that you have to you know True. manage. That's true. That's true. That's a large part. You guys have no idea. I, I mean, I know we, we talk about it a lot, but I mean, you guys have no idea how many nights the beginning of our recordings get delayed while Mike figures out how his audio works again. I mean, for a while, for a while it was every week. It was every week. And Ryan and I just shake our heads. Like, you get, aren't you using the same, same format, Mike? Same format. Do the same thing. But so you're right. We've, we've got a little bit. There's a little bit of a burden in, uh, in, in dragging Mike around. But we do appreciate having his opinion I, with us. 
I should yeah. be nicer. I love Mike. Mike and I were on, we were scout team offense together back at Warburg College. So man, we, we had some good times. So I feel like I got to take a few, a few digs. <laughs> now I, I have to know, Aaron, since you've got that connection, um, Mike refers to himself as the Julian Edelman of division three football in the eighties. <laughs> is, that, is that accurate? I, yes. Yes. <laughs> He's, he was that guy you look at and say, really? He's, he's going to go out there and, and, and play receiver at, at the college football level. But my love, Mike, he was scrappy. In uh, fact, you guys should just use that as a nickname for him. He, was, he came in from Cascade, scrappy guy. would go in there in the middle against the big linebackers and good stuff. I love Mike, but that's a good description of him. Yeah. You've balanced out between, you know, Aaron and Mark, you've balanced out on your Mike comments so far. So about <laughs> even right, right now. Go ahead. That's good. That's better than Mike gets when it's just Ryan and I. It's very one-sided on those nights. <laughs> Nick, I think, you know, going back to your question about the podcast, too, I, I think one of the things that surprised me probably more than anything is sometimes we'll get done with a topic or a guest. And, you know, there's some that you just know or just this guest, when they're those professional guys that, uh, you know, you just know they're going to hit out of the park. There's other times where maybe it's just Scott and Aaron and I, and we're talking about a subject, whatever's going on that week, and um, we get done, and we, I kind of think, you know, it's been good for us to talk about, but I think, man, nobody's going to listen to this. And then within a week, I've got emails from people saying, man, that podcast yeah. was great. That was just, that's yep. what I needed to hear. Yep. And, you know, so I, th I don't think ever discredit what you're talking about because I, I think it's just like anything – um, what we're talking about is going to speak to somebody. Doesn't speak to everybody every week, um, but I, I think sometimes what we talk about is, is that's why we try to just talk about what what's maybe going on. Um, we may think it's not very good, but uh, at the end of the day, it, it's really spoken to somebody, and it's maybe helped somebody get through a week. Yeah, you yeah. do never know, including right? including, right. including uh, me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say this, I would, I have loved, um, like Todd said, he just mentioned it, but just getting emails from ADs from across the country, that's been fun. And just having some interactions and, uh, just developing some connections with ADs from across the country. That has been really, really cool. And, and I feel like we've had some really great guests that, um, that I've learned a lot from. So again, even though it maybe wasn't, a professional development in its inception. It's been very good professional development for me as an athletic director. Well, I think sometimes you, the people that we've asked to get on, and frankly, a lot of them have been Scott's connections uh, that he's come in contact with more than anything. Um, but I think the fact that we just ask, you know, we're talking about subject tonight, um, like Jared Spencer from Mind of the Athlete. I just told Scott and Aaron, I'm going to reach out to this guy and see if he'll come yeah. on. And he did that week, yeah. you know? So I think sometimes don't think that they don't want to come on the podcast. I think we, yeah. all they can say is no. Yeah. And if they say no, say, well, could we get you some other time? You know? And, and we and, just uh, had Walter Bond on a few weeks ago. I mean, yeah. he charges $50,000 to speak and we had him on for an hour and a half. I mean, that was, I, I love that. It was awesome. Yeah. So I, I think whether, whatever podcast you're doing, if, or like you said, Nick, you know, if, if you're just thinking about doing one, go do it. And um, I think if you've got something to offer, there's people out there that will listen 
and uh, you can help people get through. Be careful here, Tom. We're going to get a lot of brand new podcasts. It's going to force us out of the marketplace now. So careful. <laughs> yeah, here, hey, I guess I'm pretty cool, oh, yeah. that was a question I wanted to ask, and I didn't put it on the sheet. Um, but, you know, I, I mentioned we, we started a podcast after listening to you guys, but specifically thinking something for the international ADs. But in the last year, um, there's four other U.S. high school podcasts out there. Um, hanging with the AD, educational AD, the AD Insider, and the AD Vantage Point. And I want to know, they're all great. I've listened to many episodes of all of them and, and know some of the guys. And uh, I want to know what you guys think of when another podcast comes up doing kind of the same thing you're doing. I, I can tell you that we've talked about this on the off-duty ADs before. And, and, you know, part of our starting it was that there wasn't anything in this marketplace when we started. You know, we went, we went specifically looking. In fact, all three of us were podcast listeners. That was part of the inception of the idea. And we went looking for high school athletic director, you know, related podcasts and couldn't find anything. And that was part of why we felt so comfortable jumping in and starting it. The, the benefit that we have now, um, you know, actually funny story, and I forget who it was, but uh, one, of the, uh, one of the Beyond the Bench sponsors um, had reached out to us to, to sponsor ours originally and then found out we used a competitor. And then they said, you know, well, I don't know that we need to get into that. And we kind of shrugged and said, oh, I did I didn't realize we were competing, but um, right. we we've we've made that comment along the way. I mean, if you know, if something happens that other AD podcasts spark up and people lose interest in ours and, and ours stops being viable, then we get out. I mean, because we, we're not doing this full time. I mean, it's not uh, we don't we don't charge a whole lot for sponsors. It's not not paying any bills. Um, it, it's certainly not something that right now we aspire to do full time and, and quit our jobs. I mean, we, we have our jobs. And so if it, if it stops being reasonable, if it stops being viable, then I mean, we get out in, in the meantime, as long as we think we're providing entertainment for folks we're we're going to stay in. So the, you know, the growth of it really doesn't matter. The other thing that we've looked at in, in these three podcasts, I think are a great example of this. We don't run the same podcasts. I mean, you know, what you guys are doing in Iowa and, and what you guys are doing internationally compared to what we're doing, it's, it's three different podcasts. And, mm -hmm. and there's even a difference between that and the AD Insider. I mean, they, all of them have these, you know, these little flares to them. So yeah. I guess that would be the, the very long version of our answer is it, it doesn't concern us because we're not looking at this for, you know, something that we're going to make a living on for 20 more years. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Great point. And I, I think, I mean, I'll speak, Aaron and Scott can obviously speak for themselves too, but I, I'm the same way. I, I think, you know, our niche, the majority of our listeners are Iowa 80s. You know, there, there's there's more, a few outside and, and here and there, a percentage of them, but most of our listeners are, are Iowa 80s who we have real connections with, and that's who a majority of our guests are, you know, when we have ADs on. We've had a few from around, but I, I do think I agree with Mark, you know, if if it becomes where we've worn out things and other people are taken off, because I think those other ones that have popped up, you know, what, Georgia, Florida, they're going to be the same way. A lot of their listeners are going to be their local people, and they're going to have a lot of local guests on. So it, it becomes very regional. Um, I think that's what's really one of the neatest things about globetrotting ADs and, and the off-duty ADs is that those are different parts of the country from, from off-duty ADs, and you guys are different parts of the world. Um, you know, your niche are those international ADs. And I think 
you're always going to have that. But if some other international ADs get in the game, great. Uh, I think the whole idea for all of us is we just want to help ADs, whoever listens to whatever podcast, have a resource or ha- have a, a way to be encouraged and to say, to know they're not in this alone. And uh, so I think that's the biggest reason all three of us do what we do. And if somebody else tops in and can help another section of AD somewhere, great. Let's uh, let's be in this together, doing whatever we can for each other. Yeah, so that connection piece is huge, and especially for maybe folks who have not been in the game too long, right, or new, newer athletic directors or for us as international people, people new uh, folks, new professionals who've just moved overseas and, and trying to figure out how does international school athletic programs, how does this work? Uh, so I think that's one good thing about what Nick and I have been able to do is kind of branch out and, and make these connections and allow people to know that we're here for them as a resource and uh, the topics we can come up with are always changing. They're always something different. That's been the biggest part but the fun about it for me has been the interesting things we've been able to talk about each episode. Uh-huh. And, and, and I, and you I know, think Matt, too, Oh, go ahead, Aaron. I'm sorry. Oh, that's all right, Scott. It's the first time I'm getting the upper hand on you. I, I have yeah, been I'm sorry. Just a second. You um, always got the upper hand. You're better looking. Uh, you got a, you're a better AD. Come on. You got every, You got it all, man. There you go. You're like the so, George Clooney of ADs. And see, <laughs> we get in the same pause. Scott Jarvis, poor boy, and the rest of us. There it is. But uh, no, um, I, you know, Matt, you say that, and and that was one of our primary goals um, when we started the the BTB podcast was, um, you know, what's one of our purposes, and, and we've we're no different than any other state or any other 80s, 80s segment out there. I'm sure you guys are the same way internationally. The the turnover year after year after year is crazy. We've got 65, 70 new ads in Iowa every single year, and one of our primary purposes in coming on and doing this was to talk about everyday stuff in a real and authentic way so that maybe our new ADs could come on and we'd be able to talk about it. Well, how do you handle this situation or that situation and, and be a constant resource on that to, to help um, new ADs get through experiences that we've had, mostly learning by our mistakes um, for the most part and, and, and talking about what we learned from our mistakes so that they can learn from them sooner. So I don't care what market you're in. Um, I think all of us are providing um, if nothing else, for those first, second, third year ADs in, in all of our scenarios, an opportunity to, to learn from folks who've been there, done that, and messed it up the first time. So uh, learn from us and and do it better. So, Yeah, and that's something I got from my participation in the NIAAA. I learned that from, from Don Bales, who was our first contact with the NIAAA, and was a great resource and uh, a great teacher for those first courses and getting familiar with the, the association. So. It's all about helping people out as best you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I really see it as an extension of, of the same thing, Matt. You know, the, the servant leadership, you know, all the guys on the NIAAA board and all you guys on all the committees, you know, it's all volunteer. And um, I was just looking for a way that I can impact, you know, people in my job around the world in that same way. And uh, this is kind of my outlet to do that, you know. Yeah, it's great. I love that comment from Aaron just about the new ADs, right? And, and letting you know it's it's the same thing everywhere, right? I mean, I'm I'm in year 15, and if I get around a bunch of ADs, I, I'm going to piss and moan about our parents, <laughs> right? And I'm going to talk about and I'm going to talk about transportation issues, and I'm going to talk about official shortages, and and all of those things that we deal with on a day to day basis, and and you know the stuff that has just really become routine for us once you've been in it for a while. 
but that that first, second, third year AD might be saying, God, maybe this isn't for me. You know, I'm really struggling to deal with overpassionate parents. I'm really struggling to motivate a coach. You know, I'm really struggling with the line between, you know, why kids should be playing and how we keep meeting all those. And, and I think you just tell people like, that's part of it. That's part of what we do. I mean, and, and it, it's, it's not necessarily that you're failing at the job. You just got to get used to it and figure it out and, and find your own spot and move forward. And so I love that comment, Aaron. I mean, really, that's it's really what it's all about. You know, I mean, the turnover in our profession, right? We got to get folks through years one, two, and three to, to where you get to the point where you've been in it as long as we have, and now you don't have any other direction, so you're just stuck forever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. You know, um, Nick, one other thing I was going to mention, you asked about what we like most about the podcast, and I don't know if you guys the same way um and i'll this last week for me i'll be honest was was uh a extremely microscopic for me man i i got stuck in my issues and my problems and my world and my perspective of what i'm dealing with right now and the thing i've appreciated about doing a podcast is it it forces me to step back and take that thirty thousand foot view of things because i'm not just stuck in my world i've got to have this perspective of, of, of the bigger ad world and the bigger picture and so weekly I have to step back and stop feeling sorry for myself and, and say, okay, so what's really going on and what can I learn from this and what can I pass on to others from my experiences? And so I really have appreciated that it forces me to see a bigger picture um, every week. So. Yeah, that's great. Thinks out of your, think out of your school walls and maybe out of your state, right? For us out of our country. Yeah. 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 Uh, Mark, you, you mentioned uh, a minute ago that we all have our own little flares, and uh, maybe we should talk uh, a few staples of our podcast now. You know, you guys all have certain things. You're what's up, what's down. Uh, Mark, you talk about beverages more than, more than uh, not. Um, you think, <laughs> should we go through Probably some of those true. things? <laughs> I want to know, because I know Matt has a beverage right now. Matt, what's, what's in your glass? Yeah, so I'm unwinding after a long weekend. I'm having a, this is a Hungarian beer. It's called Pechish. It's a lot of beer, Hungarian one. So it's pretty good. A little full bodied. We, we can send you a BTB t-shirt. You can send us Hungarian beer. How's that sound? All right. <laughs> Going local. Yeah, we have lots of good beers. Lots of good beers around here. Um, all every country, every city, multiple, you know, and and they all say you know over a hundred years, you know, since eighteen whatever, since seventeen, whatever. It's pretty. Um, it's a different ball game, I think. But, but the I think what you're going to force the off-duty ads to do is go on the road now and sample all these international beers. Oh, there you go. Talk about those. That could be a whole. That's going to be. Uh, you got a whole another two or three seasons left in you, Mark. I think so. I I wonder if uh, I wonder if I can use my my uh, district one year leave of absence for educational purposes for that. Can I, yeah. can I claim European yeah. beer tour for my, my one year leave of absence? Take a little sabbatical. Yeah, uh-huh. I think so. I think so. Well, that's, how, that's how I that's how I got overseas. I actually took a year two year leave of absence when I was teaching in the states from my public school system. And then I ended up staying for 20 years. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> Careful what you say. Huh? <laughs> but, you know, going back to the, you know, kind of what we do, uh, the what's up, what's down. 
we kind of, I don't know, I don't remember when we plugged it in. I have to go back and look at our scripts. Um, but that was stolen, just like everything we kind of do. That's stolen from a morning radio show in Des Moines, a sports talk radio. They, uh, and it's always at 6.20 a.m. So it's, uh, they do what's up, what's down. We spend more time on it than they do. Theirs is always sports-based. But it just kind of gave us a time to talk about what's up, what's down. And we could talk about something positive, something negative. Um, it could be school-related. It could be not. As you know, if you listen to the podcast, mine is usually on uh, <laughs> stupid drivers and uh, how people don't know how to drive on uh, roads, roadways. So... Um, I'm always looking for those, but it can be, it, it could be whatever. So we just kind of use that as a way to just kind of shoot the ball a little bit and uh, have a little fun with that. That's cool. That's cool. And you have your, uh, got a minute Mark as well. Obviously that's the same type of thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Our, our you got a minute kind of started from, um, you know, as I, as I talked about the three of us, you know, talking about what a podcast might sound like. And one of the things we were doing that night was really just recapping the craziest things that we'd had in the last two weeks. Um, you know, which, uh, I mean, especially for me, North Dakota is an indoor sports state, right? So you get into the winter and, and you get around basketball statewide and, and hockey in my community and, uh, folks judgment gets a little cloudy. And so we, uh, you know, we, we started talking, um, you know, the, you got a minute and, and how, you know, as an AD, you get engrossed in these, in these, you know, really big projects where you want to start working on something. And the next thing you know, you've got, Hey, you got a minute, right. And somebody wanders in and now you've got another whole new problem. And, and so, you know, we've done those and those have ranged, I mean, all over the place. Um, you know, but the most recently Ryan talked about, uh, um, setting up chairs, you know, socially distancing his high school football games and, and how as a means of keeping the marching band um, in the facility, one of his tasks was to set up chairs back behind the end zones um, for everybody to use. And then he went out to the football game and they were sitting in the bleachers anyway. So, he, uh, you know, he <laughs> took the time to load up chairs on the gator and drive them out there and, and they're not going to get used. Um, oh. You know, for me, I've talked about, uh, you know, in the middle of a summer, um, and I can use this example because I know this coach listens to our pod, but in the middle of a summer, I'll, I'll get a phone call from a wrestling coach who's got some questions and concerns about our upcoming, um, you know, jamboree in December, right? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, right uh, I got you. I got you. We'll, we'll take care of it. So that's been a real fun segment for us, though, where we, you know, we try to find something that's happened in the week that was a little out of routine. <laughs> we had we had that this uh we're four weeks in, and the first week of school, I don't know how many people came and asked if we were going to have basketball season. And I was like, hey, are we going to even have sports? You know, we're, we don't even know next week right now. So no. I can relate for right. sure. That's hockey here, right? I mean, it's like, hey, it's cute that you guys have played three football games already, but are we going to play hockey this winter? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a crystal ball out, and I'll get back to you. <laughs> well, we we started the idea of having a different guest from a different country every week in AD, and we wanted to then you know go to China one week and go to I don't know Mongolia and all over the place South Africa, and then we thought we we definitely have to ask that person what's the thing to do or the the thing you have to eat or drink or or whatever it is in that country. So we kind of got away with it, uh, get off of it with with COVID, but uh, that was something we. We definitely want to bring back, eh, Matt? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You get some good stories about, you know, especially if people have been to, in those locations for a while, they get to know some of the backwater places to go and check out. And it's, it's always good stuff to hear about. 
No doubt. I mean, that's a good one. What about so? What about you guys? Quick. What about Iowa? Because I, I have one thing in mind that I want to do if I ever go to Iowa. But what do you guys think is the, the the thing to do in Iowa? Tell everyone that listens to us around the world why we need to come to Iowa. Um. <laughs> Let us know why. Why field would of, we go to Iowa? Field of dreams. Field of dreams. Perfect. You know, they were they were going to have a, a, a Major League Baseball game. Uh, there, it was originally going to yes. be the yeah. Yankees at the Field of Dreams, and, and then it yeah. was going to be um, Yankees Cardinals. And now, that's, of course, they built this Major League ball field, and nobody's using it. So um, maybe next year, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. Iowa, man. Actually, I have, I have a good Iowa story. That's where I I got my my wife and I got our first overseas teaching job. At the University of Northern Iowa, they have oh, a, the teacher. F- yeah, they have an overseas uh, recruiting yeah. fair every year. I think they still have it. I'm not sure. Yeah, but we drove out from Ohio and on a long weekend in, gosh, late January or early February of 2001, and we ended up going out there, and really not having an idea what it was all going to be about. We ended up getting a job, moving to Northern Europe, and living in Latvia for seven years. So, hmm. there's some good stuff that comes out of Iowa for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I would say this, and I'll honestly, this is going to sound corny as I'll get out, pardon the pun, but, but it won't happen this year. But, man, if you're going to come, uh, if you want just a, a, a feel for Iowa, the Iowa State Fair is a pretty, is a pretty cool event when you're there with, with 100,000 other folks uh, any given day. It's a pretty, it's a pretty cool deal. You see it all. You see all of Iowa at the Iowa all State Fair. Iowa. <laughs> the good, and the, the bad, and the ugly. Yep, you do. <laughs> Um, when you can, when you can have a turkey leg, see a butter cow, and also try um, uh, like deep fat fried Oreos, you know you, you <laughs> a different dimension. Uh, and then it's not Iowa; it's heaven. <laughs> it's just like the Field of Dreams. So, there you go, Mark. Mark, they have the Field of Dreams. What do, What do you have? What's in North Dakota? Well, we got the Badlands. Which is uh, which yeah. is pretty okay, you know. If you're if you're coming to North Dakota, you're going to head out west and spend some time in Do- in Medora. Uh, if you're on the eastern side of the state, though, you're you're going to want to come in the fall for bison football, or you're going to want to come in the winter for uh, fighting hawks hockey. And I and I can tell you, you know, having been in a in a lot of different facilities for games at a lot of different levels, uh, being in the Fargo Dome at capacity um, in in October for NDSU football. And being in Ralph Engelstead Arena for a uh, you know for a rivalry series here in Grand Forks for UND hockey, it's incredible. Um, and, yeah. and it's uh, I mean it's everything that you want out of out of local sports. And as we've talked about before, there's uh, you know no professional teams are in sight here in North Dakota to football and UND hockey become our pro teams. Um, it's just it's an awful lot of fun to be at those things. It's uh, full of atmosphere. Um, Full of, of uh, other things also, but uh, a, a good time as a as a sporting fan. I was going to tell the Iowa guys. I actually have a, a sporting uh, a sporting bucket list item for me in Iowa at some point. We keep talking about it. We never do it, but I'm a I'm a lifelong Cubs fan, and yeah. uh, I've I've always uh, I've always intended to to head down to Des Moines and, and catch a few iCubs games at Principal Park. And so it's it's on the bucket list. I like the way the park looks. Um, and so I've, yeah. I've, I keep saying, I want to do it. I want to do it. Of course, I want to time it when somebody's down on a rehab stint also. Yeah. Um, but right. At some well, point, let, I'll be watching well, some my Cubs. Let us know. We'll get you tickets. There you go. So I'm not going to have to sneak in. Right? No. Like, no. Like, 
Jarvis, like, Jarvis can get you into. Yeah. Jarvis can get you into anything. He knows. In new, in, wait a second. Preface that in Newton. I can get you in any place in Newton, Iowa. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I don't know, Matt. What do you think? Hit it, get your flight to Newton? Yeah. I, I would love to. <laughs> Let's do it. Newton was. <laughs> I know where Wiser that morning. <laughs> so what about Vienna? What's uh what is that? What's Vienna? Well, you have to have a schnitzel, the uh, Vienna schnitzel, um, for sure. Um, like I said, a lot of good beer. Um, sports, pro sports, you know, there's soccer. It's not very good. We're not, not a big soccer country, even though that's the, the number one sport, unfortunately. Um, but in a little while, we have our uh, Dominic team in the U.S. Open final. So it's a bit of tennis fever lately around here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'll watch that when we're done. But uh, yeah, yeah, food and drink. A lot of good food and drink. A lot of outdoors. Yeah, I've, I've actually been to Vienna. Um, the I went in, in high school. Um, you know, I'm an activities director. I'm not just an athletic director. I, I look over the fine arts, the fine arts too. And my proof for that is, in high school, I was in our jazz band, and we had a pretty good jazz band. I played the very sax of all instruments, but we had a pretty good jazz band, and got invited to go on a tour over in Europe and we actually spent a few days in Vienna and we would sightsee during the day and then we'd go play in these little nightclubs at night yeah. and um, had a great time in Vienna doing that. So that was a long, long time ago, back in the summer of uh, 89 it was. Yeah. Cool. Was it, were you over 16? Because that's the, the big draw for, for a lot of people is. I, uh, are we going to edit this part out later? <laughs> oh, yeah. no, no, oh, no, no editing. We're not saying it to Mark. I, I was, uh, I, I, I had graduated. It was after my senior year of high school. So summer after oh, boy. when we were in the nightclubs, the, the folks might have bought us some drinks in between sets. I'm just going to say your, your chaperones are, are probably long gone. Whoever chaperoned you. Yeah. They're, they're not worried. Mr. Stonemaker's still out there, but I don't think he's listening podcast so we'll... <laughs> <laughs> what about budapest matt yeah so sport wise uh the big things here some of the more obscure things like you'd see in the olympics but they're pretty darn good at for example uh water polo is very popular here a big deal here women's handball uh swimming's pretty good swimmers are usually always in the olympics in fact, we have a a kid who goes to our school who just reached a levels for uh qualifying for the olympics so whether he makes the national team or not we'll see but um but soccer is also very popular you can always go see, catch the national side playing although they're not super great uh you can always catch them playing another national team from somewhere else here in budapest and food wise traditional food here is uh you guys might have had before heard about chicken poppy kosh of course and cabbage rolls all the hearty Heavy foods that uh, you might enjoy, good comfort food, is abounds in abounds here. And, and uh, next time we meet up in uh, the, the NADC, I'll bring over some uh, some Hungarian. We call it palinka. It's like a schnapps. So uh, we'll get together and we'll have a little sample of that. So nice. uh, there yeah. you go. Yeah. for those that dare to take some on. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> a little bit like it's a good cultural experience. <laughs> or you can bring Templeton rye. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> or rye whiskey. I've been I've been dipping into the uh, that new crown peach too much here lately. So. 
Crown Royal Peach. Yeah. With iced tea, that's been pretty solid in the summer yeah, for me so also. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> With a bad look on your face, you say how great it is. It's, it's <laughs> well, I'm, just, I'm, I'm thinking of all the things I've had to drink it for. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. The, the yeah. ways we get through the days. Yeah. Well, this is a good one. This is a good way to get through the day. So I, uh, I appreciate yeah. you guys you, uh, being on with us and uh, doing this today. This was a lot of fun. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Great idea. We, Thank we you very much. It. Yeah. Appreciate all you guys and all that you do for the AD communities as well. Thanks for leading the way. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, as a, as a, you know, we sign off ours all the time. It's a, I use the same line all the time, right? Stay sane. Um, and probably more so this year than, than any yeah. other year. It's stay sane, right? We're, uh, yeah. we're surrounded by a lot of opinions. And uh, it's, I think it's been one of the tougher parts about being in leadership is, is stay yeah. sane um, you yeah. know, and, and keep moving forward. So I appreciate you doing this, Nick. This was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah.